Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What Happened for the week of November 4th, 2018. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and this week we have stories in all three categories, both tech, games, and movies. First up is tech. Instagram is developing school stories. TechCrunch is reporting that Instagram is working on Instagram stories for schools. One of TechCrunch's tipsters found code for it. Don't know how, but they did. From the code, it looks like only people in these schools would be able to post to it and that these stories would be manually monitored. Now, just because there is code for it in the app, it does not mean that it'll come out soon. All this means is that they are currently working on it. Not much here, except I do think it is smart of Instagram to manually monitor these stories because for stories for high school and college, there is a high risk of bad content getting on there, and that is ripe for controversy. Let's say a scandalous photo reaches the school story because it was not manually monitored. Well, that's going to make the news and have a bunch of angry parents as well. The last thing Instagram and therefore Facebook needs is another scandal. Court rules Qualcomm must license some of its patents. In early 2017, the FTC sued Qualcomm, accusing them of maintaining a monopoly by using anti-competitive tactics. Part of this case led to the question if Qualcomm has to license essential patents to their competitors and the court has ruled that they have to. Before this ruling, Qualcomm only licensed these patents to smartphone manufacturers who use their chips. With this court ruling, like Intel, Qualcomm now has to license their patents necessary for a smartphone modem. However, with this, the court did not set limits on how much they can charge for the licenses, just that they have to make them available. High license fees is another thing that the FTC has also brought against Qualcomm, and even Apple is suing them over the same problem. However, no court dealing with this has issued a ruling. Now, I'm not that well-versed with this lawsuit, but from what I'm gathering, gathering here is that this is pretty good. If you ever look at the specs for most of the Android phones, it's all Snapdragon processors. If their monopoly crumbles a bit, you would see companies like Intel who is trying to grow in making processors for mobile devices grow. Samsung is also involved with this because you might not know it, but when they release a phone, they usually release two models. In some countries, like America, they get the Snapdragon version, but other countries were allowed to get the phone with Samsung's own Xenos processor. It's issues like these that have caused the FTC to sue them and have other countries find them for these business practices. Hopefully this case doesn't la drag out too much longer and we can get a result. The Nook is back, baby. Did you hear the news? The Nook is back. That's right, Barnes & Noble has released a new Nook. You know, the Nook. The e-reader everyone loves to use if they don't like Amazon. Wait, wait, what? They don't actually... people don't use it? What? Wait, no one really uses them because they have not built up a good product line of them and they keep scatter shooting. Any idea? And that's what they're doing now? Really? Alright, I'll stop with the sarcasm. Yes, Barnes & Noble is coming out with a new Nook right before the holidays. So, what is included in the tablet? For the low price of $129, you are getting a 10.1-inch screen with a resolution of 1920x1200, 32GB of storage, runs some version of Android, and if you want to take pictures, has a front and rear camera at 2 megapixels each. It will be available on November 14th. Now, joking aside, this is not a bad tablet for the price. For example, the 10-inch Fire tablet from Amazon is closer to $150, and I believe has a worse screen, so at least on those two fronts, Barnes & Noble is better. Also, on another plus side, it runs Android with the Play Store included, so this is in fact a better option because you can download any apps you want. On Amazon, it's the Fire Store, or that's it. Also, if you did not catch it, the sarcasm earlier was that basically Barnes & Noble just does whatever they want with their Nook line. There's no progression. Like when they first started out, it was a decent two to $300 tablet slash e-reader. Then the past two or three years, they just got Samsung tablets, the high-end ones. They'd sell them for three, $400. It just has the Nook like UI over it. But now they're going back to the cheap tablets. Like there's no consistency with their tablets. They just flip back and forth and see what sells. Now, will this sell well? I don't know, but Probably not. Moving over to games, Tencent will require Chinese players to verify their ID and age to play video games. 
Tencent will soon require that Chinese players verify their ID and age with a verification system. This system will check this up against the Chinese police records. For now, this will only affect 10 of their mobile games by the end of the year. However, by the end of 2019, it will roll out to all of their games, which includes League of Legends and PUBG. While there is no direct reason for this, Tencent has been feeling the pressure from the Chinese government, with general criticisms about kids playing too many games, and they have a current ban of get approving new games. The Verge reports that this has so far cost Tencent $1.5 billion due to not getting the approval for games they were currently working on. This is also not the first policy Tencent has enacted to fix this issue. As of now, for kids, if they are 12 and under, they can only play one hour per day, and they cannot play past 9pm. Now this does seem kind of crazy, and this system, if like EA or Activision did it in America or Europe, it is crazy. However, for China and the way they're set up, it isn't that too crazy. The way the things are run over there, there's nothing too serious, and for Tencent, they have to do whatever they can to grow as a company in face of these issues. I am curious though to see how the video game market in China develops with the current video game ban and more and more companies like Tencent putting in these restrictions. Final Fantasy XV DLC cancelled and the director leaves Square Enix. This week Square Enix held a live stream which was meant to talk about the latest updates on Final Fantasy XV and the DLC that was expected to come out next year. However, fans of the game that tuned in to watch instead got saddening news. The DLC, which was to be four episodes, the first being episode Arden, is still coming out sometime in March 2019, and they also showed a trailer for it. However, the three other episodes for Noctis, Lunafreya, and Arna had been cancelled. Other updates to the game includes a collaboration event next month with Final Fantasy XIV, and the multiplayer mode Comrades will be spun out as a separate game on PS4 and Xbox One. The standalone multiplayer will cost $9.99. Along with this, there was another announcement from the game's director, Hajime Tabata, who said he'd be leaving Square Enix completely and start his own game studio. Below is his statement about leaving Square Enix. Quote, It's almost going to be two whole years since the release of Final Fantasy XV. I honestly believe the reason we were able to get this far is because of all you loyal fans. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Today, I have a personal announcement to make to all of you. I, Hajime Tabata, will be resigning from Luminous Productions and the Square Enix group as of October 31st, 2018. I was able to gain so much experience with my time at Square Enix. Every title I was able to be a part of means a lot to me. However, Final Fantasy XV stood out from that group as it was a special project for me which I went all in. Therefore, I decided to take this opportunity to officially announce my departure from Final Fantasy XV to all the fans who have supported the title across the globe. In regards to my next endeavors in the near future, I have a project that I truly wish to solidify as my next challenge after Final Fantasy XV. For that reason, I have decided to leave my current position and start my own business in order to achieve my goal. As the production of Episode Arden continues and Luminous Production works on new projects, I felt that it was time for me to hand over the torch to the next generation group of talented and trustworthy colleagues and believe that they will create something amazing. From this day on, I will cheer on and support Square Enix and Luminous Productions together with all you fans. I would like to thank everyone who continues to support Final Fantasy XV and those who have also supported myself personally. End quote. I was shocked and disappointed by this news, and it was kind of weird that it happened this way. So first off, my thoughts on Final Fantasy XV. It was my first Final Fantasy game I ever played. I really enjoyed it, enough to put in the effort to platinum it on PS4 as well. However, it did have major story issues where chunks of it was just kind of missing, um, and it did hurt the game a bit. I had fun with the game, but there were obviously issues with it. Now, I look forward to going back to the game when all the DLC was out, and I was looking forward to this because some of the characters like Luna Freya really needed some development. Overall, I am disappointed by the news and hope that Fairly Square Enix is using this to speed up development of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was announced back in 2015 and we have rarely received an update since then, and I would assume they are also starting work on Final, Final Fantasy XVI, both of which will probably still not come out for years to come. Now just to finish this up, Square Enix fucked up by doing a live stream for this. For fans that decided to tune in to watch this, exciting to get new updates about it it probably looked more like a funeral like oh yeah here's the trailer for the first dlc also 
all the other DLCs cancelled. Also, the game director is leaving the project and the studio. That's it. If this was the news, they should have just done a press release and move on. Fortnite partners with NFL for skins. Thanos was not enough for Fortnite, who has partnered with the NFL. With this, Fortnite will be selling football uniform skins for all the teams, and when you buy one, you can change the number on the back to whatever you want, and to whatever team you want as well. You do not have to buy 32 separate skins for this. These are available now, and will cost 1500 V-Bucks. God damn, Epic is making moves here to keep Fortnite popular, and this is a good move for the NFL as well. I don't have much else to say about it, but as someone who has not played Fortnite in a while, this does make me consider buying the skin and playing a bit more. Switching over to movies, Walking Dead moves over to movies. This week it was an end of an era for The Walking Dead as Rick, Rick Grimes left the show. Now leading up to this, AMC has been teasing this as his last episodes of Rick Grimes, and anyone watching the show would take that to mean that he would die. You know, he's done with the show, you probably just kill him off. However, after the episode, where he is alive and was just written off the show, the New York Times reported that AMC is developing a trilogy of movies to air on AMC that will star Rick Grimes with the first filming next year. Talking to the Times, Scott Gimple, who is a former showrunner for The Walking Dead, who will be writing the first movie, said that these movies will also be having a higher budget compared to the series, which, thank God, because some of the CGI in that show is terrible. Absolutely terrible. So overall, I like the idea. While AMC was smart to play up Rick leaving to get a boost in its failing views, it was kind of a dick move, and I don't think it makes sense to kill him as well. If you wanted to, you could have passed the torch to Carl, but... You already killed him, so that wouldn't work. I think if they're smart, they will use these three movies to tell a Rick Grimes story to get back to his family, which would then lead to him coming back for a final season of The Walking Dead, and then you end the show. But who knows what they'll actually do. Santa Deadpool returns to theaters in Once Upon a Deadpool. This version of Deadpool 2 is edited down to PG-13, with additional scenes being added to the frame the movie of Deadpool 2 telling the story to actor Fred Savage. It is a limited run from December 12th to 24th, and $1 of every ticket will go to the charity Fuck Cancer. While I like the idea of the additional scenes for the movie and the money being donated to fight cancer, overall I do not approve of the movie going to PG-13. What worries me here is that Fox is testing the waters for Disney, as when they are acquired, Disney might make Deadpool PG-13, which would hurt the character. Now, before they did come out and say that when they do acquire Fox, that, that they will not change Deadpool. Deadpool wants to still be rated R, it'll be rated R. But plans always change, so you never know. I don't think they will, though, because Disney cannot ignore R-rated movies. They now own the likes of Deadpool, the Alien franchise, for example. They're going to make them all PG-13? I don't think so. Like, I'm okay with Deadpool not being in the Marvel Universe if it means they can stay R-rated and they are allowed to, like, Ryan Reynolds and his team are allowed to do what they want to do with the character. But we'll see. I personally don't think it's going to make a lot of money that week anyway. One, it's edited down to PG-13. Two, you have Bumblebee, Mary Poppins, Aquaman all coming out around that same time. People will be spending their $12, $15 movie ticket to go see the new movies. So, I don't think it's going to make much. I wouldn't. Here's a prediction. I'm going to think it makes under $15 million in that week. If it makes more, I'll be surprised. So that is it for this week's episode of What Happened. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TylerCallahan95. Go to my website, read articles at TylerCallahan.com. And I'll see you next time.